Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Scott Jared. Scott, are you ready to do this? Yeah, let's do it. Let's 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 go. Scott is a CFP. He is the CEO of Invest and the author of Future Hack. Excited to have you on. Scott, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, so uh, I live in Indianapolis. I uh, have three kids, and um, we're just living a great life. Uh, my background was basically started with very little of anything, grew up very poor on food stamps and, and subsidized housing, had a job when I was 12, uh, delivering paper routes, and never looked back since. Um, wanted to not have to feel the financial stress anymore. So today, we create a company that helps people live the life they want, make money work for them, and uh, the idea is to make them uh, worry-free. Oh, I certainly appreciate that, man. you have a sense of how many Americans are feeling some kind of financial anxiety? All of them. <laughs> 100%. I don't care if you're Warren Buffett or you're uh, freaking the guy that's you know, on the corner trying to get money. I mean, everybody that I ever have met has some form of financial anxiety. <clears throat> Why is that? Why, why, why do we, why do we have such a hard time with money? Um, money is, it's the root of everything, right? Like it gives you ability to, you know, spend the time with the people you love. It allows you to, to fulfill a purpose. It allows you to empower others. So it's always got this thing to like, you know, if I, like, for instance, if I have too much money, I try to give it to my kids then it might ruin them. Cause they don't mm-hmm. have like, for me, the same upbringing where you had to earn everything. And then if you don't have enough, then you're spending your whole life fighting for it. So, and so it's like, either you have too much, you don't have enough. And, and it's always that battle. And then you don't want to, you, you want it to make a benefit to society. And that's where the push and pull comes from. And people are always struggling with that, that in their head from the people that I meet on a daily basis. Interesting, right? I just had this thought about uh, about the, uh, the 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 three bears or whatever it is. With the porridge was too hot and it was too cold, and uh, the searching for the one that was just right. Exactly. Yeah. Is That's is bad. is that kind of the trick? Are 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 we trying to find just right? Is, is it even possible to know that? Um, you know, it's like um, I'm a sports guy. You know, I played sports pretty much ever since I figured out I could. Right. So, you know, it's, it's always about like understanding that, 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 that things are always changing, right. There's always an evolving and moving. So what I found the people that can deal with it the best are the ones that are um, being able to work, being comfortable, being, being comfortable while you're uncomfortable. Like you're always, you're always pushing for something or not. Like, so, so the idea is to be, comfortable being uncomfortable as you're moving forward throughout this life and knowing that everything's always going to change. Nothing stays static. So you're going to have like, we just went this whole COVID thing, right? So that's a big, like, you just had to adapt to this new world or whatever it is. And now we have a new, new world coming soon and whatever that looks like. So the ones that are more successful than the ones that aren't are able to get out of a funk quicker than others. And then, and be so strong in their mind that they're able to 
be comfortable in whatever the environment is at the time, because that's just how they've been pre-wired. The ones that are the most successful that I've found. So you're right. It's either hot, too cold. And at the end of the day, it's like, what's your mind really wants you to be at that time? Yeah, I think that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it, we, we, we need yeah. to accept that the world is just constantly going to be changing and probably faster. And now that we have so much information, it's not, it seems like things are terrible, even though they're probably a little bit better than they used to be. I, I, yeah. I, I came across the, the practice of contentment some years ago. It's like, okay, how, how, how can I be happy with what I have while still wanting more, while, while still pushing myself and striving to get better? That sounds kind of like what, what, what we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, there's that whole minimalist movement, right? Or the contentment, like, so you're, you're in this thing, like, how do I be content with what that is? And the way I've defined it is, you know, that's not for me to decide that's for you. So yeah. like, whatever that is for you, like, if it is like, I don't want to have a car, I don't want to have to like deal with a mortgage and all that stuff. You know, that's, you know, I've got, I met people that live in Colorado that live in a van that are absolutely happy. You know, they love doing what they're doing. They have their dog, you know, they, they do their rock climbing and their, you know, those things and Hey, that works for them, you know? So it's not my job to tell them what is that is. So what we have to do is help them identify clearly what they want. So what's their why? Why do they like doing what they're doing? What are their core values? Like, what is it that's really important to them? And all money is, is a resource to allow them to achieve whatever that is. So even if you're living in a van, you still need gas. You still need to be able to provide food or whatever. So, um, but they're content, like they're completely happy in that environment when I meet with them and I'm, I, I love it. I think it's awesome, you know, but that's not, you know, that that's not like what my wife said we should do live in a van, even though I could be content doing that, but <laughs> it might not work. So, um, but that's like, that's their DNA, man. That's their way they're wired. And, and you can't, the best thing you can do is try to help them understand that, identify it, and then help how to, how to live the best of whatever that is for them at that time in their life. Cause it's probably going to change, you know, like I was pretty content in certain things and now it just kind of changes with, you know, as you grow and things change. So I like, I like that framework that you, that you describe. Yeah. We're, we, we certainly all go through seasons of life, right. Where things were great when I was, you know, 10 years old and 15 and 25 and married with kids, happiness is different. And the things that, that, that people want for the families and for themselves is always changing. So I, I appreciate that. So it's not your job to decide that for somebody else. It's, 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 well, perhaps it is your job or you feel like it's your job to help them start to have that internal conversation or the conversations with their loved ones to get clarity on that. Right. Yeah. I think as us, as practitioners in this field, it's like, it's more than just managing an investment portfolio and all that stuff. It's like, you know, it's almost like a life, life coach along the way. And, and what you got to do is you got to identify um, clearly what the values are of their household. Like, what is it that they, they love? Like, what is the, what is the, what do they see themselves in 10, 20, 50 years from now? Like that visionary process of being able to design your life, what you want is so powerful. Most people don't even know how to, how to see vision or how to mind map something out or create vision boards and all those things. It's like, 
So especially with, with when you have a husband and spouse, they both have two different things and, and going that way. But you're right. It's as time evolves, that can, that dramatically changes. And a lot of times people's mind, the ones that are really successful, they can see so clearly what they want, but they don't even, it may not, it might even be something they can even understand, but it's like, they have an idea of what that could be. And then, and as they get closer, it gets better and better. So like, you know, like when Elon Musk says, Hey man, I want to put a spaceship on Mars. Like, okay. I don't know how I'm going to do that, but like, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to put them on do that. John F. Kennedy says, look, we're going to go to the moon. I don't really know how to do that, but that's where we're going. Right. So like, what does that look like for a household when they identify clearly, how do you help them identify what that looks like for them? And then back into like, what are the steps they need to do to get there? And, but that mindset, that conversation doesn't really happen because you're, like you said, you've got kids, you're running around. And by the time you get down, you're like, Hey, I'm 50 years old. What happened? Like, you know, it just flew by like that. Is it hard to do that? Is it hard to, 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 to get clear on this? It is simple, but hard, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So is it, is it, is it hard to sit in silence for a long period of time? (laughs) (laughs) You know, imagine just sitting there staring at your spouse and her eyes and just for like long periods of time, like that would be, it's not hard, but it's it's weird. Right. It's like, all right, it's like, why do people not meditate? Why don't I do these things? Cause you're at that, you're in your own thoughts for like how long. Right. So then people don't want that. Right. They want to grab their phone. They need constant, you know, absorption. So yeah, it's, it's a simple, hard thing to do. Right. <laughs> and it seems to me that, well, at least the way that I am, once I have like a framework for doing something, whatever it is, like I didn't know how to make eggs at one point and now I'm, really good at making eggs for my kids. Right. And if I don't know how to go through this, then I just don't know how to do it. Right. So what, what, what I say is for personal finance, it's like the ones who have really good personal financial plans have really good habits. The Mm -hmm. ones that have bad financial plans, they have bad habits. It's the same thing in business. The ones that are good at business have bad, good habits. The ones that are bad have bad habits. So for a household, like what we've spent a lot of time is, is trying to identify what we would call the rules. What are the rules to how you want to do these things? So like for the eggs, right, you've got a set of rules. That's really that framework of how to make those efficiently and do that. So for me, yeah, I get up every morning, not every morning on the weekends with my daughter's eight, it's like it's pancake day, right? So I got the protein pancakes and I put the extra eggs in it and almond milk and I have this like set thing to have healthy choice pancakes. But that's now a set of rules that I set for myself. It's like, look, I don't want them eating crap, right? I don't want to have, if we're going to have pancakes, they're going to be healthy. They're going to be protein packed. They're going to have paleo friendly, whatever. So now I'm going to give them a good, healthy type of pancake versus someone that would maybe get a pancake, put butter all over it, extra fat syrup or whatever. So my set of rules are like, we're going to do pancakes, but we're going to do them this way, right? For a bigger vision of, hey, I want them to be healthier than not, right? I don't want them to crash at a certain time because they have too much sugar in their system, right? So that would be a set of rules of how I want to teach my kids of how to eat right so they can live longer and all that stuff and teach them that you just can't do certain things because your body is important, right? Your body's your temple. So that would be a household rule that you embed 
just like making a healthy eggs where my kids won't eat the eggs, right? Because that's like a different thing. So, but that's exactly, I mean, you nailed it. That's it. But what is it? How do you define it? And then you build that in. And that would be just an example of a household thing, not just like a, um, like if you were to build a entire financial plan out of what are the set of rules? How much do you save? What do you put it in? What's your investor DNA? What's your investor IQ? What's your investor EQ? Like, how does this all fit into the grand scheme of what you're trying to build? Yeah, I think that that's awesome. I think uh, it never really made much sense to me when, when, when people would say how you do one thing is is how you do everything. But when you put it in a context like that, it's like, okay, obviously the way that I make eggs is not the way that I'm going to manage my money, but it kind of is if I have a framework and a process for how I get up in the morning. I also, if I can have a framework and a process for how I, how I budget and a framework and process for, process for how I invest that would very much serve me. Very much. Because when times get tough and things aren't going the way you plan, that's when you fall back on those. So like, if you look at Ray Dalio, for instance, he's one, arguably one of the best investors ever. He's got this book, it's called Principles, right? Mm -hmm. he's, got, he's got principles for not only his investment side, but even how to run his companies, how to do everything, you know, like, he's got it laid out very clearly. And all, all those principles that he's identified has just been his life work to this point to say, this is where I am at this point. These are the principles. And I bet you, you go to Warren Buffett, same thing. You go to like anyone that's successful, like Elon Musk for even, like he's got a set of principles for how he runs like Tesla and all these different things. So, but like they've identified it, but very rarely do people have a framework like a, a way, a place where they can do that personally, right? They may have it even in their business, but like, do people have net worth statements and balance sheets they can see into the future? Do they know what their cash flows are in their business? They have a protection plan that fits with everything and says, look, here's how, here's how I want my trust done. Here's how the rules of the trust. Here's how when I make a dollar, where does it go? And how's it build? Here's how I invest in real estate. Here's how I invest back in my business. Here are all these frameworks and rules that now I establish. But a lot of times they don't even know where to start because their job is to be a doctor or their job is to be a professional athlete or their job is to drive a bus, you know, or be a school teacher. They don't, how do they even, that's a whole different skill, right? That's not ever taught in school, you know, personal finance and any of this stuff is not there. Now it's about like history and all these social issues and all this stuff it's like, they're not, even they're, they're not even getting to personal finance and these things that how to be a, have a better mindset and how to do that stuff. It's not even, it's not even taught. I mean, they don't even have like a confidence class in school, you know, like on how to build yeah. this stuff. I think that that's great. And yeah, it's, it's so true. If I am never able to sort of get mastery over the basic stuff, then I'll never be able to, to focus on and spend time on the more refined things like the personal <laughs> finance stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, heck, we both, I don't know, I got CFP, you got, I think you do too. It's like, what is, uh, you know, we don't even cover some of that stuff and even that, <laughs> you know, like, it's just like, just, just stuff. Like, all I knew is when I got to college, hey, man, here's a credit card, go for it. You know, it's like, yeah, <laughs> have fun, you know, student loans, like, you know, I had to muscle through it. Like, what's a FAFSA? Like, all the way through, like, how do I buy a car? Like, I mean, just all that stuff. And you know, mortgage, how do I buy a house? Like, it's crazy. Like they don't even, there's not even, even there. And I have, a, I went through college. I got, a, I got a, I got a master's in technology, a degree in urban planning and real estate finance. 
um, urban economics, all this crap. And never once did I even know how to do the basics in life. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's crazy. I was like, yeah. well, how do you, like? I was like, but then it let alone like tying the, the brain back to what you want. Like, you know, it, it's not even, it's crazy. It's unbelievable. It's not even, it doesn't even exist. So that's the, to me, that's the secret, right? <clears throat> yeah. It's the, that's the challenge and the opportunity right there. So we talked about how how everybody has some anxiety around money, whether you're Warren Buffett or you're somebody who's just getting started or, or or you're flat broke. How many people are 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 interested in in spending time on this? And I guess I'll ask you for sort of your commercial on if I'm not super interested, I don't have time to do this. How do I interact with with an advisor like you and a firm like yours? I would say the clients that come in, they're very uninterested in this. I mean, you really have a few different types of people, people that do their do it themselves, people that are out there. And um, for them to do that, like, I don't even know how you, I mean, that better be your full-time gig, right? Mm -hmm. Because I do this all the time and even keeping my personal stuff in order is, I mean, I've got a team of seven that help me with our client, just our direct clients and our family office stuff. And then and then just my personal stuff to keep that organized. So it's like, I mean, you got to have a team, like really these frameworks and all that stuff have to work really well. So the people that, that um, <clears throat> like to do that, I think are, are like, when they come in to see me, that's like the furthest from their mind. Like they, they want to be successful, but they don't want to do the, the work to get there as far as all that. So that's why they, they, they engage with someone that can be their coordinator, right? Like, like, so for us, like, look, my job is to help you identify clearly why you do what you do. What do you want to do? Who are the most important people in your life that are going to help you get there? Like your banker, your attorney, your CPA. Like, so who are these people, right? Your business consultants, your, your, I mean, who are all these people? And then you get into like, what's your data? Like, do you have up to, up to date uh, balance sheets and net worth statements and cash flows? and protection, like, like, how do we organize it? How do you look at things multidimensionally when you make financial decisions? Do you have those systems in place? Right. So that as just even going through those three things, they get very, there's, there's anxiety in that. Well, I don't know who helps me in all this stuff. I don't even know why I do what I do. I don't know why I work. I don't know why I do this stuff. And matter of fact, I've never even, I don't even know what my personal balance sheet is or net worth. So right there, just to have harmony and peace of mind, you, you can't even do the three basics. Well, so like, basic is elite in this space, right? Basic is elite in any space. Like Steph Curry does the same moves every day before games so well that those now are at elite level, but really there's only three kinds of dribbles, right? It's a crossover between the legs behind the back. So he's got that down, right? And how he does it, like it, that's it. But it looks amazing when he's doing it, but he's so base. he has the basic stuff so well. So what I find is people are overwhelmed because there's I don't want people to think, size me up. Like I'm behind. I don't really want to know. I just want to keep working. So there's that aspect of it or, the, you know, or they don't know who they can trust. Right. Cause this is a very personal thing. So then they don't, so they don't have the who's they don't have the data and they have no idea where they're going exactly and why. So it becomes daunting, which means I don't want to cover it. I want to move on just do my day job and then it'll all work out. And it's typically what I find. So once we, I, we want to get peace of mind and harmony figured out, built around you really as the most important asset, asset, your family, and then whatever future you want, then, then you start thinking, okay, so what are the rules 
now that I've got this, this peace of mind, what are the rules that I want to live by? And how do I want to build this? What's my investor DNA? What's my investment IQ? Like, how do I do things? Like, what's my protection philosophy? How do I retain risk or transfer risk? Um, all that stuff. Like, so for me, it's like, how do I guide someone through the framework, as you keep saying, is like, to discover the rules for your money that's more important than money itself. And then, and then from there, then you identify, well, how are we going to execute this? So where we come in is like, hey, we'll, we will raise our hand. We can become that like personal CFO for you and help you execute that whole process. Unless you want to do it yourself or you know someone else that can do it. And what I find is there's very few people that actually can execute on all those areas. Because execution is key. Like if you don't have someone. So like if you're going to go get an estate plan done, go to the attorney, what are they going to ask? Well, I need to have all your stuff. Why are you doing this? Um, what are the rules for the trust? Like, so we already have that identified. So we can go to the attorney and say, look, here's how you can do your job in a very big way because we've helped you execute to this point to get that clear. So you can go to them to do what they can do, gift, what their gift of talents is. Same thing as like tax planning with the CPA, like same thing. We can, we can identify that or, Hey, my cousin wants me to invest in some car washes or a food chain. Like, how do I do that? Well, here are the rules. Here's how you do it. You want to buy real estate? Here are the rules. How much mortgage do you get? What, you know, all those things are already set. So now the personal CFO can execute that on behalf. And then the last thing is like, once, once it's all laid out and people are starting to move in, into that pattern, they got it all laid out. Now it's like, how do you want to have a growth minded mindset and keep accelerating to the next level? And then we repeat cycle. So as we get peace of mind and harmony, and then we start to figure out how we can accelerate and build based off of the premise that, hey, you're the most important asset, your family, we need to protect them. And we got to be future focused because things can change on us. And how do we keep going? That would be a, the principles, I would say, to help someone through that discovery. And what I find when people come in to meet with me, they want freedom. That's all they want. And what they want is freedom of their money. They want freedom of their time so they can spend the time with who they want, when they want, with their relationships. So who are the key relationships they want to be with? And then what's their bigger purpose? So if I can give them those four freedoms and I can use these six principles built around them, their family and their future, I find that we have a better framework platform to allow them to get exactly what they want in this life. That is overwhelming for a lot of people when they come in. But now that we've laid that out, it's really, this is what we're going to do. This is how we get there. This is the path. Now it seems more like it's a manageable process to get to where they are because it's very complex. There's all these different things happening. But what, the way I see it, it's actually very simple. We just got to go through step one, two, three to get there. I love it. Well said. Scott, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you and invest? Yeah, so um, we obviously have a website, invest.com. Uh, we can't spell, but we sure can invest. So it's I-N-V-S-T, <laughs> right? Yeah, that was a bad one. And then um, the other thing is, uh, um, you know, there's, there's, a, um, there's a link on there. If you want to get started, you can definitely jump on. So that's an easy way to do it. And then we're on like all the other social feeds and stuff too. Love it. If you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Scott your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to invest.com. That's I-N-V-S-T.com. Um, take Scott up on his offer to have a conversation, pick up a copy of Future Hack, wherever you buy fine books. 
and start making basic your elite or don't make basic your elite. Get your act together. And Scott has the framework to, 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 to help you to do that. Thanks again, Scott. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on. This has been great. And also, if you go to futurehack.com or futurehackmylife.com, I think, then you get a copy of the book. So it's on there too. Awesome. So, and Amazon, all that stuff. Yep, it's great. So, mindset, mind over money. Beautiful. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.